just listen to my block. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. <laughs> can you can you let me do this? Okay. Huh? <clears throat> okay, <I> go. <laughs> <laughs> you just make your own voice deep. Okay. okay. Are you are you are you fine? Can I can I introduce the podcast and then we'll start? <laughs> Stop looking at Anna, you keep laughing. <laughs> oh, just so, oh, I've told okay. my face okay. for you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. The podcast about singing and dancing when words just won't do. That's right, today we're talking about three of 2021's musicals in the Heights, Tick Tick Boom, and Steven Spielberg's version of the classic West Side Story. Joining me on this musical is the Vanessa to my Osnavi, the Maria to my Tony. It's Kelechi. How are you doing, Kelechi? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Very excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a long time coming. I've been trying to get your sister on the podcast, so yep. I don't know if she's going to speak or not, but we'll see. Like I said, we're talking about musicals today. As anyone knows on the podcast, as we borrow towards this year's Oscars, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies, movie stars, directors of the past year. Our aim is obviously to avoid spoilers so that if you haven't watched these movies, you can listen to the podcast and still go ahead and watch the movies. Just to be of admin, last week we spoke about Don't Look Up and some of our favorite Leo DiCaprio performances, in bracket those that shall blame an Oscar. Finally, please remember to rate us on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The ratings and review really help us grow, so I don't know, just please give us five stars. Let's start from the beginning, Kilichi. Why do you like musicals? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think like um, musicals have always just appealed to me. It's my favorite genre. I mean, between musicals and rom-coms, musicals. Um, I just think the experience and the joy, because musicals tend to be, I mean, I know there's some sad ones, but most of them are quite joyful. I love the dancing aspect of it. I love how colorful they tend to be. And... I don't know, even though the stories are not as usually, they're not very like fleshed out because a lot of time is taken by the numbers. There's just something so like you can lose yourself in a musical and completely like forget mm-hmm. everything else. Even when a musical is not like the greatest thing ever, they're still so enjoyable. So I don't know. I love them very much and I love the theatre. What can I say? <laughs> don't worry, this is like, feel free to go as indulgent as you want anyone that is listening knows what to expect they know they knew what this was um just something about dancing which i want to get back to and talk about um west side story um one of the actually let me tell you why i like why i think i like musical i don't know tell me because well unlike you it's not my favorite genre right right it's not a genre that i'm like oh i'm going to watch every musical that comes always a musical sign me up right but i find that every time i watch a musical i just fall in love with it Mm -hmm. and i think how did I start watching musicals? I mean, obviously, high school musicals. High school musical. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably, that's like, probably all our origin like stories. Cheetah Girls? Because I did Cheetah Girls before high school musical. I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't like, ah, Cheetah Girls. Fair enough. But I remember high school musical, when high school musical 2 was coming out, and 
anyone that grew up in Nigeria will know this about how Disney Channel would randomly throw like a music video doing an advert something when yeah. they're in the week ahead. And I remember I yeah, I'm just gonna blow up his spot. He might he's a big boy now, so he might deny it. My brother and I we kind of like printed out the lyrics to what time is it? And we had learned it. So like whenever it came out on like a random a random yeah. advert, whenever they were doing the music video, we would sing along to it. And I think but yeah, so obviously There's no shame. I mean I'm on record thing. on this podcast saying High School Musical 2 is... I think our first episode we talk about High School Musical 2 is the quality film. That's not even... Okay, so... High School Musical 2 is my worst one for oh, me. Wait, okay, so that voice... <laughs> we've finally been able to elicit something from Adana. What are you talking about? Well, High this makes no sense. Oh my God. What? Uh, I cannot... Worst one. What's, your, what's your list? Uh, I think mine goes... One, three, two. Do you want to? Oh, mine is one. You know, this is this is a these are objectively terrible opinions, and I'm wow. if I had known I this would be what worse. the entire podcast would what? just be about. I want to talk about West Side Two. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> two is the best. Two wasn't two. Two has the best music. No, three has the best music. Three has the best. Two has the best, music. Two has the best story. Best what happened in three? Also, we watched. We watched three. We watched three. Or at least I watched three for the first time in Loyola. So obviously. We watched it in the cinema. We watched it in the cinema, yeah. My PTSD is tinged up because it's like Layla. But like, <laughs> come on, two. No. Uh, you see, I promised no. myself I wasn't going to sing on this podcast because my listeners don't need to hear that. But <laughs> Zac Efron is going through a midlife crisis on the golf course. So? So? Uh, this is, I, I just can't. This two is the best one. He goes through a midlife crisis in, in every three. Single in every one. single movie. What? Um, the boys are back. Yeah. No. no. Scream. Scream. It's not as good as Better Nights. It's, it's not as good as Better Nights. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it is. Listen to it as a grown-up, it is. Sorry. Scream to be is honest, I haven't... I don't think I've watched three. Scream is a banger. It, it is. Ever, but like, it is. This makes no sense. Two is the best. I don't no, know what you were talking about. Two has the best kind of like cast chemistry in like terms of cast said, songs. Like you said, you know, you're not that knowledgeable about musicals anyway, so like... Ah, I never said I wasn't knowledgeable. Get I just said, I feel like... Um... <laughs> why, is your, why is your morning meeting voice coming out? Like, when you're trying to pass aggressive to the white, to white school worker. Anyway, you know what? We don't have time to unpack your terrible opinions on High School Musical. Great. We were just looking at about your entrance into musicals, and it makes um, sense that his entrance was the worst high school musical. Therefore, he's not so into I should musicals. Not, I should not have made the mistake of bringing the sisters on the podcast because I feel like I'm being ganged up on. Uh, what's the first song in three? Because it has nothing. It has nothing on what time is it? What's the What's the entry song? I agree. What time is it? Is the best opening song Agreed. of the three Agreed. films. I so apart from obviously high school musical. When I started watching films, it was my it was actually my I think it was my interest in Anna Kendrick as an actress that made me start watching musicals. I remember the one she did with Jeremy Jordan. Mm-hmm. Into it. No, no, no. The next five years. Oh, the next five years is oh, the last right. five years. I'm the like, the, the yeah. last five years is called, I think. Yeah, so the last five years mm-hmm. with Jeremy Jordan and Anna yep. Kendrick, I watched that. And I was like, oh, okay, musical as well. And then I think, obviously, then La La Land came, but I was always appreciating them as single entities. Mm-hmm. never as musicals right. so i was like oh this is a good film i really like this film this is it's like, it's like oh i like die hard i don't like action movies but that makes sense so that yeah. so that's how i was and then la la land came i really like la la land i wanted to be in best picture i know i shouldn't say that as a black person so yeah moonlight i'm not allowed to, i mean i love I mean, moonlight i agree with you so <laughs> i love moonlight i love baron jenkins i agree with you I in that moment in that moment i wanted yeah. i wanted la la land to be, to be best picture yeah. So, but then I think what really cemented it for me was when I started watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. 
the TV show, which is a TV show that I will swear by. I, I love that show. I love Rachel Bloom watching the other show. And I, I was like, oh, if you're going to watch, because there are people that like say, I don't like people sing, sing at me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, so just people are just anti musical. So I was like, oh, if I'm going to watch a 15 to 20 episode show and we get two songs every episode, right. then I guess I, I like musicals. Like, there, like see, there's, yeah. no, there's no hiding around it anymore. And I think my main thing about liking musicals is that I am in awe of watching other people do things I know I could never do. Agreed. I know I can't sing. I know I can't dance. So like always watching these people do it, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What is this? This is like... You should do Arab money. That's... I'm, <laughs> You're so I'm cutting that out. I'm bleeping out. Welcome to my podcast. I sent so, so some on this podcast. How did you say that? Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't be from, coming from a 2 a.m. girl. That's that's, that's quite rich. So, so I don't like anyway, you know what? Um yeah, so I don't know, that's how I go into musicals. Thank you, Rachel Bloom. Or how I loved musicals more. Did you ever um, watch Glee? No. Mm. I don't like that. That's a bit more like because that's them performing real world songs, right? That's not really. Do they have some originals? I don't know. There? Glee always just seemed more like we're trying to be. I don't know how to put it, but it just didn't seem I think Julie was for its time. So, Kelly, I saw in the with your sister mm-hmm. in the cinema. Mm-hmm. And she was hating. She was, she was being a big hater. Of the movie? Yes. Oh, no, not of the movie, but mainly of when Benny and Nina were, were dancing on the wall. Yeah, I didn't particularly enjoy that scene either, to be honest. Uh-huh. Let me listen to my city. <laughs> yeah, like. She's trying to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> but I do remember. And I also when... don't think Ned, Benny and Nina had very good chemistry. Actually, I just don't think the chemistry in the whole film was great. Even I between Usnavi and Vanessa. Vanessa with that okay, you know what? Let's before we go. Let's okay. Since we started, what were your thoughts on the film? I thought on, on in the Heights. I, did you were you knowledgeable about the yes, stage play? Yes, I was knowledgeable about the stage play. Um, <laughs> um, but. I was very excited, actually, because um, John M. Chu, if you don't know, directed two of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my. Two and three. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... I thought you were... Crazy Rich Asians. No, no, I, knew, I thought it was going to be a award. I thought the second one was going to be the Justin Bieber... Oh, no. Step up two and three. I mean... He, he did, did two he, and three? Yeah, he did the two greatest... Two of the greatest films. Which one has... Time. Yeah, two is the one that has... Yeah, with Bounce. You know, Bounce. yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, I was very excited, and he also did Crazy Rich Asians, which is another one of my faves. Um, you can tell there's a theme here, and so what is the theme? I love romantic films that have dancing is that how, is and that singing. You, is that how you class step up two as a romantic film that has dancing and singing? Yes, ah, okay, yeah. So, so, what are your thoughts on the film? Yeah, um, like I was saying, I was very excited to watch it because I'm a fan of Anthony Ramos, I really liked him in Hamilton. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take, take us for us to mention Hamilton. I, I, I thought we'd go the entire, entire no, podcast no without mentioning Hamilton. No chance. And so I was very excited when he finally got... I felt like this would be his moment. Just the Anthony Ramos, though. Yeah. I was introduced to him in She's All That. No, 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 not She's All That. It's, um... Uh, what's it called? Um, movie, stage play. It's a movie. No, it's a series on Netflix. But it was based off of a movie. Oh, the Spike um, Lee one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, She's gotta have it. She's gotta have it. Yeah, yeah. She's gotta something have it. like that. I'm yeah, just, yeah, I never watched it. That's where I watched it. To him, so he's in the series, and he's great in that. And he was in a Star Is Born as well, which yeah, yeah, he was. I don't like that movie. <laughs> of course, he did. Yeah, you you might have to get out. <laughs> but yeah, so I was very excited for his his moment. Um, 
But I don't know. I don't think I liked In the Heights. Mm-hmm. I don't think I liked it as much as I thought I would. Were you comparing it to anything unfairly? No, unfair. No, <laughs> no, no, unfairly. I think because I love the soundtrack of In the Heights previous to watching the film. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even though I haven't really, I've not seen the stage play, I still knew what it was sort of about. I yeah. read the synopsis. My friend had, like, a bootleg that I saw bits of. And so I, I was, I liked it even before I saw it. So I think I had very high expectations. I expected to kind of, like, watch it and be like, oh, my God, kind of, you know. And I did not feel that way. Um, the music is really good, especially the opening scene, that opening in the Heights um montage i think you know that, amazing that grew on me i didn't like you it didn't at like first, it at first? i did it, but do you know why i didn't like it why? because i was comparing it unfavorably to another lin-manuel miranda opening music okay. m- m- song but it doesn't in the heights so, doesn't compare to hamilton yeah that it never say. has what did you feel about like the songs in the film? i really like in the heights mm-hmm. i i'm trying to think of the songs i might not like i skip a lot of the a lot of the Nina songs. I skip most Nina songs too. My favorite character is Benny. Agreed. I, I remember watching it and I was like, oh, Corey Hawkins is in this. I was like, he's having so much fun. Like when he does um, Benny's disp- Dispatch, I'm like, he's having so much fun doing so much this. Fun. Like what's going on? So, he was the best one. And his. even to your point about Anthony Ramos, I didn't see it completely, but I definitely think, I know that he's like, his star has like, People are like, oh, yeah, Anthony Ramos is the next person. Like, so definitely, this movie has done well for him. Um, I remember when I we was watching it, I think, I don't know if I said it to you, I don't know, after or during, I was like, why is Vanessa Hodgins not in this movie? She did the stage. She was Vanessa. I, I found out after. I was like, why? Because yeah. she, she would have been so perfect for she Vanessa. Perfect. I was like, but then obviously, then, She's not like but then she was in the stage. She, what is she? She's Filipino. Is she? Oh. I think she's half Filipino. Fair enough. But I, I guess also, she was obviously working on Tick Tick Boom at the time, so, mm-hmm. so probably she wouldn't have been able to do both. But I was like, because I was like, I need to go back and watch, I've only, I've only watched In the Heights once. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, obviously, Corey Hawkins, Benny, maybe because he's already a black person. I liked him the most. Mm-hmm. I liked Anthony Ramos, obviously, because we had history from, from Hamilton. But I didn't really like, I'm, I wasn't really sold on, on Vanessa and, and Nina. I wasn't either. I wasn't sold on. And like I said, I'm like I'm like a massive hopeless romantic. So I love when the leads have chemistry. And that's something else we'll talk about in West Side Story. And I love when like the two leads have a lot of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I just the, between Nina and Benny and Snavi and um, Vanessa. So I you just, think Snavi and Vanessa didn't have chemistry? I didn't feel I don't I didn't feel it. I I I really I was trying. I love Vanessa, by the way. I thought she was great and her abs are amazing. But like between the two of them, between the two of them, I just did not. I wasn't feeling. But that's also someone that like in just listening to the music, someone that has grown on me because obviously in the original, not the original, but when you first hear the opening music mm-hmm. and then everyone's kind of like rapping or slow singing, and then she comes in again. I'm not gonna do it, but she comes in shouting like, "No, no, no, no!" And like, you're like, "This is a bit of a." Or even in um ninety-six thousand when she starts singing, yeah. And, but then the more I've listened to it, the more it just, it, I don't know, it works. It works. It, it's going on me. <laughs> I see what you mean. I think the, the stage Vanessa is better, I think. What's the difference? I don't know. Oh, the actress. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not the actress it, per se, but like, you know how you can hear a performance through musical, like when you hear musical mm-hmm. theater songs, you can hear the performance through the, the music. I think the, um, I've forgotten her name now. She's, she was better. 
happy in Venice. Anyway, I think, I don't know, I feel like we just sound a very sour on this film. I really like, I really I like liked it. I liked it as well. I really liked it. I, I think we enjoyed, well. I think when I don't know what we quite enjoyed, what did Middle of Summer, I think that movie came out at the wrong time. I don't Agreed. think it should come out in summer. Agreed. Even though I didn't fully buy, for example, Nina or Vanessa, not as if I hated them, I just didn't fully buy them. There's so many other, like, like Benny, even if I don't buy Benny and Nina, Nina I really like Benny, right? I, I, I kind of understood Nina's struggle. Yeah. So, like, as individual characters, I kind of like them. I never, I never like them in couples. So, I really like In the Heights. I, I think In the Heights, maybe... I think In the Heights, out of the three movies we're going to talk about, has the, maybe the best kind of, like, average for me in terms of the, the music. Right. Like, I like the most... How do I put it? I like the most percentage of, of songs of on song. In the Heights and, like, on the other two movies we're going to talk about. But again, I've not spent as much time in, for example, Westside Surrey, as yeah. people, have, people have been listening to it for, for decades. Life, yeah. So, um, I did have... like it. All I'll say is that I really enjoyed the ensemble numbers. Like any number where, like, all of them, especially 96,000. Yeah, 96,000. I thought, like, all the the numbers that involved majority of the cast, I really, really that enjoyed. That carnival song? The, yeah. I never know about no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really loved that song. Yeah. I was like, mm, I need to go to a Latin bar. I need to go to a Latin bar. Honestly, <laughs> like, it was really beautiful. I, and just, I loved how much that came yeah, through. Yeah, and just me being, like, kind of a film nerd or whatever, I just really liked how... Because it's easy to... Not easy, but it's... Easy to just record a stage version of... A film version of a stage play and right. put it on screen. But, like, you can see that he was like, okay, how do I make this cinematic? How do I use the fact that it's a film? And sometimes it came through with animations or it came through with having god knows how many people in the 96,000 piece like it's mm-hmm. like this feels like a film like in the opening song goes through the entire barrier the entire block and like this is like a film and i really like the way he would make it kind of cinematic and i like that yeah i enjoyed it yeah. i really enjoyed it yeah, yeah. i like the story as well i like how much it comes through with the um, latino culture and how close they are their neighbors and stuff because i think we can kind of relate to that like kind of how we grew up like not the same but then we were all very no like, yeah no close um, like your neighbors are kind of like you guys you, yeah. you grow up together it's quite different from like here there's a yeah not actually because there's something there's a theme in, in the heights i've been thinking about probably since i watched it many months ago where might be i don't know maybe a spoiler for something i do eventually but it's just it's a theme of where is home essentially mm-hmm. and I, I really like that um it's Obviously, the fact that um, Osnabi wants to go back go to, back to um, DR because he feels like that's the way he can be home. And it's like, no, really, home is yeah. people like us who are Nigerians, but not in Nigeria. It's like, right. can you feel at home? Anyway, that's probably a spoiler yeah, so. for... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, but like, but yeah, it, it doesn't always feel that way. Like, for like example, home, if not to not to take this podcast into like a... I mean, anyone that listens to this podcast knows that it's very possible for this podcast to go into that too. But for example, when NSARS was happening in Nigeria, it's right. like, I'm like, I'm not in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I've never really experienced this. I feel like I'm a fraud. I feel like I have to be in Nigeria to feel like I'm home and I'm one of these people. But then you just The don't... reason why I think it's slightly different here is because Usnavi left when he was quite young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, you have the connection, but I think he was looking at it with very rose tinted glasses. I think difference is with most Nigerians here. Nobody's thinking about Nigeria with who like you know the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, you're not thinking Nigeria. But you also feel like you know you don't think Nigeria is perfect, but you also feel like how am I losing touch of what it yeah. means to be a Nigerian? Yeah, Nigerian. yeah, that's and I think because we obviously like you said, spend longer in Nigeria, maybe we are not as deluded 
quote unquote, as Usnavi, mm. right? We might go through a crisis of faith, but we still get through it, right? Mm. Usnavi was seconds away from going back to Dia just because he thought that's where everyone was. Mm. And yeah, I mean, whatever I just said now did not do much justice to what I've been thinking about the last few months. But it's that sense of where is like where is home and what yeah. what needs to be present for me to feel at home and everything. And yeah, so I and there definitely there are themes in basically gentrification. There are a lot of themes in, of themes in, in the Heights that, that yeah that are quite quite like yeah um, immigrants. I think Lee needs to do more in developing female characters. Mm. Hmm. Good point. Okay, let's talk about that. Look at in the Heights. Yeah. Nina's story, trash. It wasn't well developed. It was a good story. It was, but, but it wasn't, wasn't like there were yeah. clear gaps. Right. Same with, with Vanessa. Same with Vanessa. Like, okay, yes, I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to open up my studio. Okay. For anyone who doesn't remember, Nina is one of obviously felt out of place at, yes. at college and stuff. Yeah. I personally think that she. I don't think she had a story. Like, I understand, I understand the point of, okay, yeah, she was at uni and she struggled and she had one thing that went wrong. But then the way she turned around, for me, it didn't make sense. I see what well, you mean. She to go back to and uni. she's like, yeah, I'm going to okay. go back. Like, yeah. for me, that like, storyline should have explored more. Didn't know why. Okay. I also didn't really see, I don't know, I don't know, like, I don't know what her personality was. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like okay. what was? These it? are the hard hitting points <laughs> right now. It's you true. Know? Like, I feel like there were just people that were just added as like personality was was her struggle essentially. But we didn't really know like to the roots. Like, what did Nina want? Like, who was she? Like, it's good. Okay, yes, person. I went back to Yale, but like Stanford. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, you went back. What? Did, what has changed? Mm. What? What did you learn? Like. Why, why, why did, what, what made you make that decision to go back? We didn't actually know. Yeah. And also the fact that, what's her name? Usnavi had to save Vanessa by going to that woman to ask her to sign the lease. Hashtag this is, um, this is not a visual medium, but I don't know, I just did a, an incredible head roll that I've never seen anyone do before. Um, I don't know. Again, I see what you mean. I mean, not I to mention. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was the, it was the line between a romantic gesture and I guess saving yeah I get, I get what you mean you know like, like speak to her about it I don't know like maybe you want to be nice and you want to be like but it, get, it gave me very oh I'm saving her vibes and then she's like oh I love you I love you oh because I because she did this for me I'm going to go buy champagne for you we didn't even really see like that <laughs> relationship developing no like I guess maybe stuff that maybe builds over time and we're not seeing it but then no, also but... do we really see relationships build in musicals no, but I apart think... from like La 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 because it was less yeah I mean, it was not a happy story yeah. um, I think but I think for like Usnavi and um, Vanessa I don't think because I think the story kind of ends at the beginning of their relationship because oh, yeah, because they're never really like a couple until, until she does that whole thing to kind yeah. of con- convince him to stay. Yeah, but my po- no, but I know I was going to Kelly's point okay, about yeah, we didn't see the weapons of the. I don't uh, know. I just feel like that whole storyline was off. It was off to me. Like, like it just felt. Very, I guess, I guess, I guess the point they were trying to say is everyone had like their little, little dreams mm-hmm. and everything they were trying to achieve, right? So obviously, Usnavi had his daughter. Vanessa was this her fashion thing. Mm-hmm. Was Nina's school? Yeah, mm-hmm. taken over the world. No, <laughs> she felt out of place in a white, white dominated. By, but that's not a little dream. It's not a little dream, but she's she also felt- the youngest out of everybody. So like, mm. she's the one that's out of place and 
feeling. I would say this first of all that I agree with you. Yeah. And this is a little bit kind of a spoiler what we'll talk about it eventually in West Side Story, but I felt like everything that was going on around this and this might be a musical thing, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I was more interested in everything that was going on around the characters than these their little relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. I was more interested in I don't know, when I was more interested when Benny was singing about something else, about nine six thousand about going to business school exactly. than when he was singing to, to Nina. Right. No, but Benny's this fat was a good song. Yeah, but that's the best song. Yeah, but that's also that, that's also the beginning before I like, oh I don't care about this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's kind of him that's different because it's kind of him pining for her. Yeah. Not him being in a relationship, relationship with her. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and uh, for example, I'm more interested in just from a conceptual point of view, I'm interested in Usnavi's kind of battle of going back to DR I agree with feeling that. at home than whatever he cares about Vanessa. Like yeah. At the point, I, I understood it, what they meant in the end, and I figured it was the main. It made sense for him not to go back because that's that's a good point. Mm. But at the point, I was like, "What are you doing? Go, go also, like, like, don't stay fact, back, don't stay for a girl." I guess, I guess they come to each other, but yeah. But the fact that she went and she basically just took over his store mm-hmm. and just started selling her clothes there for free. Yeah, but you know, as someone <laughs> who, now you're thinking about this, bro. yeah, as someone, <laughs> as someone who likes. But you like romantic stuff, so why are you not a romance? She's not a realist romantic. She's not like yeah, me. I'm like an me. unrealistic romantic. Sometimes you have to turn off your brain. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, she literally was like, oh, she saw this rag. Wow, I can create some clothes with this rag. Oh, no, when I went, I was she like... goes to the shop. Boom, boom, boom. We create the whole shop, put her own clothing inside, and said, oh, yeah, stay. So we can sell it together. Isn't that what happened? <laughs> yes, it's what happened. <laughs> but for me, when I watch it, I'm like... I can't believe you did that, but at the same time, like, I understand what romance in movies means. No, I, 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 don't know, I don't know it's been a... I don't know it's been a... Like, you're getting me, I keep calling it... Believe in the romance. I don't know anyway, it's been a... Um, but I see what... I take the point, especially with female characters in Emmanuel's because I don't care. But I don't blame him for no, the H gonna, world. I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah, the H word. I don't blame him for it because it was kind of... It was... The H word. Because it was kind of... I mean, the story he was telling at that time... Mm-hmm. They went. The story didn't really involve a lot of yeah, and I think he's and to be honest, they have the best song. Yeah, but I think they have the best songs because Satisfied is to me is the best song in Hamilton. I mean, even even the Skylar Sisters is quite good. And Skylar Sisters is good. You don't you don't like Renee Solo and Skylar Sisters? Honestly, Satisfied and Burn are probably my top. They're my bottom tier songs. What? Stop this! Okay, let's. We need like a Hamilton. Yeah, we have to be a whole Hamilton. That's a whole Hamilton that is that is that is that is that is paper because of because because they embarrassed the outside that. i mean i don't love <laughs> burn i don't i don't love burn but i, I don't know about it's my top uh, it's my top five for sure i don't think i'm might be on the, burn i might be once. on your side i don't think I, outside Stop outside it. watching musical whenever i'm playing it i don't listen to burn i, mean, I, don't, I don't i can't think of many songs that burn is in my top five She's burning paper. Because Wait for it. Burn. Who <laughs> 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 okay. lives who dies who tells the story. Let's let's not go. I don't. It's just I can't avoid talking about having it. Uh, as a whole thing. You guys have noticed. But yeah, no, I think the entire consensus for us, which I think was kind of the give or take outliers, kind of like the critical consensus of in the highs of that we enjoyed it. It was yeah, good. We're we happy the movie exists, but there are some flaws and there are some things that like. 
I really like it. Like I would recommend it in the eyes to anyone that likes musicals. What we need right now is um an, an African musical. An African musical. How did I I knew that was really um <laughs> that really showcases our culture. I think so, because Latinos are very good at exporting their culture yes. without losing without diluting it. For, for audiences, audiences like we need like Bancali Latinos in next... the diaspora. Yes, because I think Latinos in the diaspora is a different. Um, no, it doesn't. Movie. <laughs> I think nobody does. Do I agree. In Nigeria, Nigeria, I in diaspora, show wedding like that. Nigeria, show because like, people in diaspora have a very different culture to like yeah. Latinos. Latinos back home. I'm not saying like same thing with Nigerians here. Like they have their own little. I'm sure some, I'm sure someone is working on it. And go meet but I think them. it's important uh, maybe, to show good, Maybe in a few years, hopefully. Uh, go meet them and tell them that I'll do um, another flavor for them. So no, so that's Glee. So we're doing Glee, not an original no, musical. I think now, as far, if you have like a wedding scene, you get mm-hmm. evil wedding scene, I mean, other other background, I'll be one of the extras. Okay. Maybe like I'll one let, of the Ashwebi girls I'll that dancing behind the main oh. bride. Okay, but jokes apart, I actually <laughs> think that would be... I think it would be such a good idea, though. Yeah, no, yes. It's, again, I'm sure... You just need, like, like ask someone who's actually going to, like, yeah. produce proper... Yeah. Are we going to find our only man on right Yeah, why child, not? Child prodigy. Why not? I'll write it for you, don't worry. Why t- not? Lin-Manuel started writing musicals because he couldn't see himself in any other... Yeah, movie. no. So he wrote, he wrote himself into yeah. musicals, yeah. which is why he never stops being in every single musical he's in. Like, <laughs> why do you why do you say that? Like, if I was him, I would be in every single musical that I write. Obviously, like, like those trees where somebody was like, they had to like tie him is down. He, is he to, in a No, he's no. not. Before let's let's move on. We have a lot of things to talk about. Any final thoughts on in the hat? No, good done. film. Speaking of Lynn, Manuel, Miranda, <laughs> musical genius, Peabody winner, Tony winner, Emmy winner, yep. future Oscar winner. Let's talk about his directorial debut. In which he directs. I really love Andrew Garfield. I love like, him. I really love Andrew Garfield. Banky, I... <laughs> I love him. And, no, actually, no. I was going to say it's spoilers, but no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, Keisha, what are your thoughts? Let's start with you. What are, what are your thoughts on Um, I First of all, I was never going to not like it because I'm obsessed with Andrew Garfield. I was in the trenches defending this guy, Spider-Man, for years. It's only, thank God, now, thanks to... um. <clears throat> Certain current events. Well, I just said I was going to avoid spoilers, but I'm not sure. Why not? Um, no, current events um, that have now led to people, you know, appreciating his his talent. Um, I love him. I love everything about him. I love his, yeah. And so I was very excited when he was, when it was said that he was going to play John Larson because Rent is, I would say, definitely in my top five of... Do you like Rent? I don't know. Of musicals. Yeah. That's another I, very high, highly polarizing it's Musical. very highly polarizing and to be honest i tend to like stay away from all the like think pieces about rent because i just i like the way mm-hmm. it makes me yeah, feel. Like and what you so like. people start saying all the problematic stuff i'm just like well it was written at a different mm-hmm. time and that's the thing people always forget when we discuss certain these things obviously it was written in the heights of the aids pandemic and this was someone who obviously saw a lot of his close friends be affected so mm-hmm. he wrote it from that perspective so that's why i mean i love rent i can go like I 10 days about talking rent. about rent but i must admit i tick tick boom is like one uh compared to the other two i didn't really know much about this source material oh, okay. i think i knew anything about tick tick mm-hmm. boom I, I never researched it i never thing i knew about john's life because i had researched it because of 
right. rent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was quite curious about it and I actually really enjoyed it. I, I didn't really have expect. I think maybe that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did because going in, I didn't have any expectations for how I wanted to feel. I was just like, oh, this is about his life because it's essentially autobiographical. And I really enjoyed it. I liked the songs. I enjoyed Andrew Garfield's performance in it. I thought he was amazing. And yeah, it was just very nice and easy, I'd say. And of course, the ending was a bit sad. Hmm. Um, but I just enjoyed it very much. For anyone who doesn't know, obviously, John Lawson was the creator of first Tick, Tick, Boom and then Rent. And then he tragically passed away, I think, the night, night, before. Of, or night before Rent's first, first performance. And it's so not funny, definitely not funny, but it's it's kind of weirdly ironic because I remember when I first found out just that line he passed away, I was like, oh shit, he passed away from AIDS because yeah, that's what most people think though. Right, when you know his work, you know when he passes away, you know what's going on. Like, oh, and then you read it, I was like, no, it was just a freak accident yeah, that killed him the day before his the biggest of his of his career. And like, wow, how does that happen? Like, think about all the things that he could have done. He would just he would just be sixty one now if like if, yeah. he, if he passed away. Uh, I, speaking of shit, I wanted to do this earlier, obviously, but it's probably a good time now to to shout out probably the godfather of this particular podcast episode, which is Stephen Sondheim, who yeah, tragically okay. passed away in twenty twenty one. Um, he plays a role in in Tick Tick Boom. Yeah. Obviously, wrote the lyrics to West Side Story and was basically Lin Manuel's mentor as well. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I I I quite liked Tick Tick Boom a I lot really actually. I, so for anyone who listened to our episode last week, something I did where when I was watching all these movies for the first time, I tried to do, write down my initial reactions. Because obviously when you go back and read articles or read reviews and watch it again, your reactions change. And and I remember just like, I think in my reactions to this, it's just talking about, first of all, one hand, the acting, just gushing about Andrew Garfield. And I think, I think Robin DeJesus, who plays his friend, is quite good. I think, um, Alexandra Shipp. It's quite good as well. I've never seen anything apart from one or two turns as Storm in the X-Men movies. So like I was like, oh, wow, that's that's incredible. But watching this movie was like two things. One is that it felt to me like a very different musical mm-hmm. in the sense that people didn't burst into songs. It seemed like whenever they were singing, people around them knew they were singing. Mm-hmm. Apart from obviously the big showy ones like, like Sunday Brunch, mm-hmm. right? For example, the... I think, I think everybody are like and but in that moment because you have the finance bro there like you can tell that they are actually singing so that was one thing and then second thing is just the themes in the movie the theme of like time and feeling like you have not to sound too pretentious you have things that you want to do but you don't run out of time on the one hand you're like the distance don't matter because people are literally dying doesn't matter if I want to write a movie or write a stage play what happens there and I'm obviously someone who's obviously dealing with those questions in one way or the other. You're like, just just go be a lawyer and make money and forget about it. Have a doorman or whatever. So, right. So, yeah. So, I think this movie is one that was like, I like it as a musical, but I was like, it just, so many of the themes just kept on resonating with me. I, I think, like, I'm with you um, on the way it felt. I think with Tick, Tick, Boom... I think because we also we also know that it's it's true, right? We, mm-hmm. And we know the ending, and we know that the ending is sad. So it's like when he's worried about time, mm-hmm. he was kind of right. Mm-hmm. 
He was. So like, you know, when you're watching it with that in mind, you're like this anxiety that he's feeling, which is an anxiety that you talked about that we're all feeling, especially people who are in your 20s. And he was just about to turn 30. And that was the big thing. And, you know, he mentioned, you know, by this age, uh, McCartney had written his last song with John Lennon and Stephen Sondheim had written Rest I Sorry. So he was like, these people who I look up to are already so successful mm-hmm. by this age, which is kind of like how we feel sometimes. Like, I know I feel that way. It's like, you think right. he's married by 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like the things that you you were expect, like growing up, right? <laughs> like by this age, I should have achieved this, mm-hmm, so 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 mm-hmm. so. You do have that anxiety of running out of time, and most of us kind of feel like, well, that's not the end. You know, hopefully, we'll have a life mm-hmm. after. But then here's this really intelligent guy that gave me one of my favorite movies, and he didn't get that extra time. You know, he died when he was like what thirty five, mm-hmm. so he didn't get. You know when people say, "Well, you pass this age and you look back and you're like, oh, why was I worried?" Yeah. But he didn't get he didn't get to have the opportunity because just before he made it, quote unquote, he wasn't here anymore. So he never really actually saw success, right? Because mm-hmm. he wrote Superbia, which was not successful, which is kind of the in. I don't think Superman ever went to like exactly. Stage, he never yeah. did, and that's what they said in, mm-hmm. the, in the film. He never made it um, again, even though Tick Tick Boom was like mildly successful, but it wasn't really a success. Mm-hmm. You know, his success was rent. And he didn't get to see it. And he didn't get to see it. And so it's like, it, it appeals to that side of your humanity that's thinking like, right, we are working for this, we are trying to do all this. Then what if you leave before you see the fruits of your labor, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that was kind of, that's one of the things that I... Chop life, make life no chop Abi, Abi. I mean, watching it the entire time, I was anxious for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was on, I was like, Come on, you know, <laughs> almost like get. Come on, get it done, get it done, you know. And yeah, I just think it was a, it was, it was. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, yeah. Well, that his people just taking him back. I wouldn't have, and that that makes me feel really bad because I honestly would not have. But he didn't ask. Her to, he didn't ask. Her to him. Ask he didn't ask. But like, would I but have but left? She, I would have left as well. She had yeah. to for her for her career. I mean, you know me. No matter how I love in love together, never do anything for some. Never jeopardize your career for somebody I agree. else. But I also think I it was the fact that he didn't... It's even between not romantic, romantic and just and like, being stupid. Yeah. What, like, all these things of, I'm not going to take a job because I love you. Mm. But it wasn't even that. It was the fact he never... You know, she wanted him to at least consider... Yeah, 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 yeah I understand He that. never, in his mind, he he never even... Speaking of, I think that might be my best... Apart from the Bo- Bohemian song, that might be my best performance. Because I remember watching that when they when performing therapy. Mm. And I'm like, where has Vanessa Hutchins been? That's her zone, though. That's her zone. Musicals are her zone. Like she when they performed that therapy, when as Rizzo in um, what's it called, Greece, when she did. Greece when they're doing all the head stuff, I'm like Vanessa, where have you been? Like, oh my god, I was just like, yeah. Anyway, two things. So I don't know if you watched Bill Burnham's Inside on Netflix. Yeah. He has a song about turning thirty as well, which is a bit of like existential crisis, crisis or whatever. But it's funny how funny like the thematic thread you can draw between Hamilton. Um, but the character and Jonathan Lazarus, where Hamilton is always writing, what they're writing as you yeah. run out of time. Run out of time, yeah. And he does run out of time. Aaron yeah. Burr kills him. And yeah, it's just weirdly interesting. Uh, and that like, comes across really well, maybe because of the Limandro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's definitely like, yeah. it's, it's definitely a theme that he latched onto. But like a subgenre of things I like is someone who just believes that they're meant to do something great. And they're going to chase it. it. Yeah. Right. Whiplash is one of my favorite movies. It's just like, I am going to achieve this. And I think because I want to, I always like to project into that person. That mm-hmm. if I was that person, I would do the same thing. That 
I am so intent on pursuing my goals that I would go to the extremes that they go to. There is nothing that Maustella does with pleasure. I'm like, no, that's too far. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do you. You do, <laughs> do what you need to do. Yeah. That's what you need to do. I'm like, um, so I always greatly empathize with those kind of people who is like, they believe. And I, I'm only such a poor because as someone who tries to create things, it's a different kind of either delusion or delusion confidence to believe that you are meant to you're meant to do be something great. like yeah. i create things because i just like yeah, this is all i can do but like to think that i am meant to do this because the world needs this art it's just like wow it, it's a very and obviously which is why a lot of creative people can be fucking weirdos because like it's very easy to fall into the other side of the line where you yeah. just like you know but i always find it just like that drive or that passion to achieve something or to get something out i'm always i like stories like that i think like you're very right and i think the truth is Tick, tick, boom feels very different to most musicals because mm-hmm. most musicals tend to be very like fantasy esque, right? You're not supposed to be using your real life brain to think about musicals. That's the that's the reality. Are you hearing it, Emma? With Tick, tick, boom, it felt a lot more like uh, just a film mm-hmm. that had music in it, and I think um, I really liked it. And also because this was like Lin's first directorial, um, this was his directorial de- debut. I thought he did really, really yeah. well. It's, I mean, yeah, I feel like there are times when you feel like he's trying to do everything to show that he can direct. But I agree. Again, but, Lin-Manuel is a, yeah, look, it was just, he's a genius. Just take it like that. Like, yeah. at this point, just accept that he's a genius. He's not, I think he's, what is he, 40? 40 something? Is he even after 40? And he already has like a Pulitzer people. He's fine. Like, yeah. he. Yeah. I really liked what he did he's in the movie. And I, I think. And I love Encanto. <laughs> just bringing it back. Just, <laughs> just regular of Encanto. Um, yeah, no. Okay, so let's talk about the music in Tick Tick Boom. I don't think I love the music in Tick Tick Boom. I was just going to say, I don't think I remember many of the songs. I don't think I do either. I think it's quite... I, it is weird because I love the film, the performances, but I don't think I like the music. I, it's the most uneven. And I think it's a rock... What's a rock musical? It's very much like... In yeah, that's his thing. That's right? So thing. That, it makes sense why that would not, like, that would not work for me. Like, there's some songs that, like... Like, for example, the I keep mentioning the Bohemian song... Um, even thirteen ninety, the first song, I I don't mind it. Obviously, Alexandra Shaper and Vanessa Hudgens performing. I don't remember the name of the song, but that song, that second act song, the therapy song. These are good, but lots of the song, like just like mm, yeah, no, I'm fine. Like I didn't leave and think, oh, I want to go listen to the soundtrack. That Neither. I was gonna say that's Neither. the one I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look for the song. I was like, no, nah, I'm like, fine. I literally never looks for the soundtrack. It's weird because normally I I feel like that should detract. For me liking the movie, but it doesn't. I, I was like, no. Nah. The music isn't good, though. Like, not not that it's not good. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think he had reached the heights of his music powers because a few years later he writes Rent, and in my opinion, like Rent has some of the most icon like songs. Like, I mean, Seasons of Love probably is one of the biggest Broadway songs to come out of Broadway. Everybody, like, even people that don't know that's the song, they're like, 525 Oh, is that it? That's it. Oh, yeah. of love. Exactly. So even people that don't know that's the song, they know the yeah. song. So it's so massive. And it comes from so many, um, like, the songs, in they're so catchy. Mm-hmm. And compare it to Tick, Tick, Boom. I mean, Tick, Tick, Boom, I've tried to listen to the soundtrack, but it's still not memorable. Yeah, no, I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever that's, So I think it was just a problem. He was still, he was still getting his... Yeah. His like his chops together, yeah. um. But the music is okay. I really like Why Why is probably my favorite one. It's the only one. I mean, I love sad songs. 
that's why, that's why, that's why you're here rapping for burn <laughs> i love sad songs i love a good ballad that just makes you feel oh so um i mean it was okay Keep out of the three definitely yeah. has the weakest song i wrote in my notes i, I just out of preferred fans audience was in in the heights mm-hmm. to this but she obviously she's, she's very good in she this but like i feel like it's almost thankless like she has two places where she gets to shine yeah. well, imagine if she was vanessa just imagine if she was vanessa. and also i don't think we even know her name <laughs> Like in the film, I think I think she, I think he mentions. It. I know he does, but like but I don't like, even think nothing, they say it. Like yeah. I mean, we know like Alexander was Vanessa. Susan, in, and then it, imagine like, Vanessa in, in what they call it in, in, in the night. I think she would have been. Really Maybe good she's in too big for that though. Like, too big for like I think they want to was like, a younger cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, but obviously reasons why why she didn't yeah. pick. Well, I'll just I'm just thinking it would have been nice. I think she needs like her like Zac Efron. Hairspray moments or like greater sugar, no, sugar more. Moment. Well, as like is, is a weird person to compare because like everyone has kind of redefined his career two or three times. Like, yeah, in, I know, but I mean, like, in that, like, a big a musical, big where, musical she's like where she's like mm-hmm, front and mm-hmm. center because I think that's her. That's just, I think she's so she's apart great. from her rent live Maureen, which I did not particularly enjoy. Every other thing that she's, I mean, rent live in general was just not the best, but. Every other thing that she's been involved with that was a musical. She even did like a few years back, she did this musical called Gigi. She was on, on Broadway a bit. Well, I guess she's been on Broadway. So she's, yeah, like that is her niche. And I just feel like if they've made like a musical to headline, yeah, like, to headline a, a musical. But like it like and also why I think I'm glad she wasn't in, in the Hiatus. It's still very um not childish, but it's an appeal to quite family young audience mm-hmm. and i want to see her doing more grown up do you think she'd have been good in like a Le Mis-ish kind of yeah, i musical. think she was in like an Le Mis- like, like she could be Fonte- fontaine no, could she not fontaine. nah she couldn't be no, she, she I could, can't could say or no maybe what's that one that that's him um, in my what's life it? what's her name not in my life the the friend um that, that ends up dying. Yeah, that's the... That is, is that Fontaine? Mm, that's not Fontaine. That's Fontaine, Fontaine is, is Fontaine. Fontaine. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Um, What's her name? Oh, my. And also her not song. Cosette. Not Cosette. Cosette the daughter. That, the song. I absolutely love her song. Um, um, I drop on my own. On my own. I don't... Mm, I love that song. And she, I can see Vanessa singing that song. She would be really good because her voice is really yes. high. Mm, that's true. Like, I can see her in that role. But, I like, agree. something... Something mature, something grown up. Like the thing is, there are not very many musicals that are of that ilk, that very like dark, very like mature. And I mean, Tick Tick Boom was one kind of, kind of, but and then she ended up, and I, that's why, that's she ended why up being, I'm actually yeah, happy that she's in this one because it it does show it gives it gives more it, it's of a different, it's a different, different take to her. I agree. It's a different Vanessa. I see what you mean. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's time like that. I wish, I wish we, I wish we had a camera just, just show you guys what you just cooking. I, I like that. Anyway, um, speaking of performances, um, uh, actually, I don't want to skip. I want us to just establish that we think that Robin De Jesus and Alexander Ship were very good. Because yeah. I, I really, I feel yes. like it to be under. We understand if we don't say that those guys yes. were quite good. I really like the conversation after the. After he messes up his yes, advertising the, job. what they call it, the mm. focus group. Yeah. And then the conversation they have in the office yeah. when he tells him he's positive, I think. Um, okay, speaking of performances, let's just... I know this is not necessarily you guys feel, but we do it on podcasts, talk about Oscars. Mm. And Garfield is going to be limited for this movie, 100%. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen. 
but he's not going to win though. Yeah, and that's true. sad. Not sad because I think it's sad because the, I think yes, but the person that is winning deserves to win, or the person that most likely will win. Yeah. Not, 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 no, Oscars are in March. Sure. We don't know what's going to happen in the next few mm-hmm. months, but it looks like Will Smith will win it mm-hmm. for King Richard, which is a very good performance, and and also it's 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 very rare. And we talked about this on the Leo episode. It's very rare that you get an Oscar win that is like for a very good performance and like a. His it's true, time, his time it's time, it's time, it's time, kind of right? like they did it to Denzel as well, didn't they? For yeah, training. yeah, I mean, so but I yeah, who won the year he won when he did Pursuit of Happiness, but that to me is still his my favorite performance. First, take for Last King of Scotland. <sighs> I take it back. We've, no, we've done, we've, we did this on last week's episode of, uh, with yeah, Leo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Leo, that was that was that Leo was wins, sensational. No, Leo wins the Oscar that year. We've done it. Does he? We for Blood Diamond, wait, wait a second. no, not Blood Diamond. So, what we did. Was that we removed Last King of Scotland and then we gave Leo Best Actor nomination for The Departed and then he won for The Departed. So we're just trying. It was a Leo episode. That was a Leo Fair episode. Enough. Anyway, but yeah. So Andrew Garfield is not going to win. Oscar. Going to win. Probably going to get second nomination. Yeah. After Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. which is just he shall win for Social Network. Don't get me started. Anyways, that's sad. Did he like, nominate for Social Network? No, I didn't. Only what's his name, Jesse. Yeah. Anyway, and Lin Manuel. Very outside chance that he gets me for best director. It's possible, but very outside chance. Anyway, that's it. I'm gonna take one final break. One mm. come back. Do I'm gonna cook. I literally have in my notes, let Kilichi cook. So <laughs> when you're reject, you're reject. Why don't they give the sharks anyway? We'll talk about that. Um Racism. that's the most that's the most thing you're gonna get from me on this podcast. Let's talk about West Side Story. And let's start with the 1961 version. Now, this is where I wrote Let like, Kelly Cook. And I don't cook because she liked the 1961. Um, but I didn't know when she had done I was going to be on the podcast okay, at that point true. in time. That's true. Um, tell me when you first watched the 1961 version and like, why do you love it? Just to be honest, I don't know. I don't remember when I first watched it. It's been, long, it's been, it's been a while. So like childhood? No, wasn't as a child. Must have been like maybe sixth form, maybe. Okay. So you came into musicals by yourself? Oh, yeah. Like, not your parents or anything. Glee. They did West Side Story and Glee. They did. They did West Side Story and Glee. They did do West Side Story and, and Glee. Then, yeah. so, so, I think, so, I think for me, I know I didn't say this stats, but, like, it was, there were musicals, right? There was Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. There right. was The King and I. Mm-hmm. Right. There was Prince of Egypt. Like, right. There were musicals that I we knew grew up I liked watching, yeah. and, like, we grew up watching, yeah. right? Sound of Music especially. And I think what Glee did was introduce us to a lot of other musicals. Oh, my God. You're so right. That, it, ju- it just yeah, clicked. It's Almost Glee all the, the, the... introduces yes, you to so, so many musicals. Because you hear a song and you're like, and you're like where's, where's this from? from? And this is so true. Because when they did Somewhere, do you remember when they did Somewhere? Yeah. And even when yeah. when April does uh, Maybe This Time, from Chicago yeah, when from I Chicago, went uh, yeah. not Chicago from from Cabaret she, from Cabaret and I went to, to watch it even Chicago, Chicago the same thing they did, yeah exactly that's, like a that's lot. so true that is a so lot. Glee true Glee introduced me to a lot of musicals that is so and I think I rewatched Glee during sixth form mm. and I think as I was watching it I was like oh this musical let me go and let watch, go it. And watch and it I think it's yeah. sixth form I watched so, so many, many. Agreed. Same Singing with me. In the rain. I think because we're finally West like free of Lola, we had like free internet, internet. <laughs> like fast like, internet <laughs> to watch things. So I think for me, like yeah. sixth form was when I really, I really got really, into music, and that was when I saw. That's when we saw um, Wicked, Wicked with, with Mommy. Yeah, that was the first ever musical I saw. And since Same. then, 
So, you guys mentioned Sound of Music earlier. I wonder how long that will take us. Well, <laughs> sound oh, of Sound of Music is like my favorite music. Sound of Music is music. The, my yes. my. It's weird because my dad loves Sound of Music. I'm basically forced Sound of Music on us. But also, you know when somebody for, when you're praying for something, you kind of fight it. Right. And I went back yeah. and I watched it, and I was like, "This is Sound of Music." Might be like my favorite. Movie but I can't rewatch it because like, like separate movies, even, like three hours. How long is that movie? It's, it's really long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really long. Uh, I rewatched. Last Christmas, I was going to watch it this Christmas, but obviously stuff happened this year. I couldn't really watch it. I feel it. like I watched Sound of Music like this Christmas. almost 20 Oh, you remember when our like, hope stopped working now? So you couldn't. Oh, the, yeah. the, the plan was just play Sound of Music mm. in the background like, while you're cooking, but then our hope stopped working and we're like, oh, this is, this is serious. We have to focus. I couldn't play Sound of Music right. in the background. Yeah, my dad loves it because he worked there with his mom mm. and him and his mom really. He sang. Um, so it talks about hills and ma- mountains and oh, climb, climb every mountain. That Jesus, I don't. That why it was anyway. He sang that at uh, her funeral. Oh. Like, yeah, because like they were. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So he loves all the music. The thing is, West Side Story. I think even Glee. I'm sorry, but it's Glee because they acted West Side Story in Glee. Glee. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. West Side Story. But the thing about <laughs> West Side Story <laughs> is somehow you knew the songs from somewhere. I feel yeah, like even some of the songs. I yeah. feel like some of the songs sure, I knew them even true. before, so I don't know where I heard them. First of all, the opening scene in West Side Story, the original one, is probably my favorite dance number for a very long time. Anyways, I think it's kind of changed now. Um, there's a scene in Newsies um, where they do seize the day, and that's incredible. So I think between those two, so just like the silence and how even in the fighting they were dancing, and like I said, like dance is like my love language. <laughs> I think. So, I think. so like um and also because i was really young when i when i rewatch it now i don't think i have the same like in like love mm-hmm. for it I, I still love it but like obviously there's a lot of things that change when you're young you're watching things with very different yeah. eyes i think um yeah i just i love the numbers i love rita moreno i i'm like obsessed with her like she was also in one day one day at a time mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with her she was excellent now she obviously um i love maria i don't know why like she's we'll really annoying that. but i really I like her think we'll talk about that we'll talk about that no. and again <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about my chemistry thing so you think they, they have do you think they had chemistry i thought they had really good chemistry i do and i think their voices sound really good together but it's yeah. not their voices. It doesn't matter. Whoever sang it. So I don't want to talk too much about, about comparing both of them just yes. yet. But I think having watched the 61 version, mm-hmm. the love story between Tony and Maria is the weakest point in both films. Oh, yeah. We'll get to one version in a second. But like, it's... I think, yeah, I do watching. I was like, oh, yeah, the guys that did the 1961 version kind of have more chemistry than... And so they got down rich. I was like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, way more. But at the same time, I was like, oh, just get me back to, get me back to. They're um, really annoying. But I think she was written, she was written based off Juliet, and I think every single Juliet character in pop culture yes. is annoying as so well. So that's the problem. Like Bella Swan, like it's it's oh, a thing. Hmm. So oh. every single Juliet esque character, because Juliet herself was really irritating. So. But it's a Romeo and Juliet problem, isn't it? It is. Not really, like... And <laughs> but it, it, it affects everything else. You have to believe that... Like, even for West Side Story, you have to believe that these two kids can fall in love in one day. Common sense does not allow you to believe that. Like... Mm. <sighs> which is why I say I, I view it slightly... Which, is, which is why I view it slightly no. differently as I've gotten older. I don't... Because yeah. it was more believable when I was... <laughs> when you didn't know what the rule was. And I was like, because yeah, of course you like, see someone across this stand, mm-hmm. you like fall in love and want to marry them. Of course, like 
Why not? And I think, for example, the 2021 version, even though I don't buy, I buy the love in the 61 version more. A lot more. Yeah. In the 21 version, they go through greater lens to kind of explain the relationship. Like mm-hmm. that whole thing they do. You go through better, better lens to give more character to Tony and kind of a backstory and why he's the way he is. Even Maria, Ma- Maria is a lot more proactive in the 2021 version. Agreed, like she yeah. kind of does things instead of things being done to her. But she's still dumb. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. So, but I think that's the point. These guys are meant to be kids. They're meant to be... Is the, is the whole... Not to... Wasn't Juliet like 16? Not to cross oh. not to cross streams, but it's the whole like Spider-Man, Peter Parker thing where you're like, you have to remember that this guy is a kid. That's why he's doing stupid things, right? And it's like... I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but like, at no age would a man kill my brother. And, and that's... Same, that's now, nice. okay. And that's same... That, that, uh, that is... The okay, thing. now that's the thing. Uh, that, uh, so... That, uh, the argument I just made was for everything up to <laughs> up to that. That point I, is like, I mean, I can. Do I guess the I apologize. <laughs> there, there are spoilers for the sixty-one version of oh, this side story. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so that argument was for up to the point of the rumble. Yeah. Now I can't remember. Please remind me in the sixty-one version when Anita catches them. Does she slap her? Because she slaps her in the twenty twenty-one yeah, version. She does. I don't think she I does. I don't remember. Her. And I was I like. I was like, yes. I was like, yes, girl, slap her. Is she, is she mad? Because because that, that song, even though it's a banger, like the song Anita and Maria sing, love that song. Love banger. That song, but also like, in my head, I'm like, Anita, I'm no, like, it's horrible. I'm like, Maria, Maria, no. you, Maria, are you mad? Wait, like this guy just killed your brother. What are we talking about and here? And she's like, I love him. What's like, the logic what, here? What's the logic here? Do you hate him that I was much? Like, what's Not because he killed Ben. And I think like, like Chico is like Chico is. is like, what are you talking about? He killed the person like he's like there was a problem at the wrong, but it's not like where's Bernardo or how is Bernardo? It's like how is Tony? Yeah, that's like I cannot suspend my disbelief so much to like, yeah, you're teenagers, but you, you cannot. Yeah. Like it was difficult enough to believe that they fell in that madly in love in two days or one I'll day. Buy that. I'll allow that I'll for, for musical Romeo and Juliet. You have to be there for Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I mean that's no pressure. You're right, Rita Moreno is incredible. I think that version obviously has problems. Majority of it being white people playing, playing Latin people, Latin uh, Latinx people. And I think Tony Kushner and Steven Spielberg then did a lot to fix those problems in the 2021 version. And yeah, so I think any other thing we're going to talk about will be about the movie itself. So let's let's move on to the 2021 version. I know there's this question, but did you have any fears when they said we were going to reboot? Yes. Oh, redo. Yes, many, many, many fears, especially when they said Steven Spielberg was going to do it. Really? Yeah, actually. W- wouldn't that have been the reason why you? No, were... no, no, because he yeah, doesn't believe in Steven. Wow. No, it's not, not, not about bad. that. It's because I I knew once I heard. Is he a musical guy? It's his first musical. It's I like... was like, yes, it'll probably be beautiful. It'll probably be very well shot. But like, the heart of a musical has to come through in films and I think that was what a lot of people like with the cats that we've previously mentioned Mm -hmm. that was very much lacking that it felt like the people who did it did not understand Mm -hmm. the musical the hearts and what it was trying to do do you like the film version of Les Mis? yeah love it because it's the same director that's what I'm asking but he got it wrong no no yeah okay so before I go on before I go on and talk about it um, so when you wore the 2021 version did you feel like your fears were Verified, confirmed, or allayed? 
Allied for sure. Personally, I thought before I saw what, like once I heard it before I saw any kind of, um, what's it called, trailer or anything, I was like, are these people going to try to make it 2021? Like, mm, modernize like everything. Modernize everything. And that, was, that would have been a problem. Now. I thought about that. I was like, mm. so when I found out they were not, I was like, that's good. That's good news. Um, no, for me, 2021, and I think I was saying this to you the other day, colors. Beautiful. I absolutely love, like, movies that have vibrant, like, bright and like you're using colors to tell a story and you can see like when they're dancing the square is all bright and like I the photographing you know the scene where he's in the water singing maria when Mm -hmm. and so this he's like sparkling in Mm. like the moonlight is like sparkling on what i was like when i watched this film i was thinking i wish i could i mean I think not of answer well good for someone else, but we'll talk about like, <laughs> picture I think of that. Because obviously when I first watched the twenty twenty one version, I had not watched the sixty one version. Right. So I was still focused on like the story, story and what's going on and all that. I went to rewatch it yesterday in the cinema and all I was just like I was like the cinematography in this movie does not make there's and this one caught me even the first time I watched it. When he's singing Maria and then he goes to the fire escape. Mm. The photography in that scene because it makes you feel like that movie was shot in 61, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but with 2021 cameras. Camera, like, yes. it looks like Sound of Music. Like, yeah. when they go from, and it's just, when, and it's at least what we're going to see next, but like, when they go from the darkness into the to light, like from the shadow, you're like, this looks beautiful. So beautiful. And I think, obviously, I didn't have any fears about some West Side Story mm-hmm. before because I didn't care about it. I know what the original side, so like, whatever, I don't, Twice. if I didn't have a podcast, problems, I wouldn't watch the movie. But, Maybe we should have, and I, I probably, if I'd won 61 version, I loved it as much as you guys, I probably would have been afraid as well. Maybe we just like, I don't know, respect, respect legends, just expect, like, yeah, Spielberg knows. And obviously, the only reason he did it, because like, you know, he wanted to do it because he loved, mm-hmm. I think it must have been like 15 or 16 when, when my yeah. story came out. So he's loved it all, all, his, all, his, all life. his life, and he wanted to, to do this. So it's just, I think obviously, Stephen Sondheim was part of it. And I think even the person that wrote the original book, for West Side Story, I think they did a revival on Broadway in 2008 because mm-hmm. he wanted to like fix some of the problems that he felt like were in this. So everybody was like kind of intent. Yeah, obviously still white, white men making it, but like, yeah. And, and and like Steven Spielberg, you're right, he's not a musical guy, but like even when he obviously can do drama and he can do big action stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. he knows how to move a camera. Mm-hmm. And which leads me to the point in the 2021 version where I was locked in. Like, before, I was like, I don't know. Is this... Do I like this? So I was like, oh, is this good? Like, people are just dancing. I don't really... Just just, just dancing across the street. And then we go to the dance. And I was like, oh my Sensational. God. That dancing was incredible. Everything about it. The actual dancing. Even the scene underneath the bleachers. I quite like that. Because in the, in, the, in the original film, they just see each other, they lock eyes, mm-hmm. and then they blur mm-hmm. everything yeah. else. Which is like, they couldn't have had that moment with everybody like staring. Like, yeah. if realistically, if they're trying to stop them from, from being together. Yeah. So I like the fact did, that did he... They, I don't think they kissed in the original. Did they kiss in the original? Did. Oh. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that he took it behind the bleacher. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot more like, oh, secluded. Man, is that high distance, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like... Personally. <laughs> It's her line reading, though, of, like, when she says, like, you're tall. It's kind of, like, for me, it kind of explains Expl- why, why they fall in love so quickly. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is 
new. Like, like, oh, he's used to hanging around like Bernardo and um, his, his crew. Chico, yeah, what's his name? Chino. Chino. Um, <laughs> this is different. But like, yeah, it's like, the, nice way he, like the way he's moving the camera, like, he, he moves to one side to the mm. chairs to do their dance thing, he moves it to the, to the sharks to do their dance thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy, he knows how to make a movie. This guy's been directing movies for 50 really years. Good. Like, yeah, that makes sense. And that was the moment I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm locked in. I this, love the choreography. I love this. And obviously, I didn't know anything about the original choreography. So, other people were afraid. I didn't have any fear. I was just watching everything straight up. And do you have anything specific about the 21 version you want to talk about? Then, because I'll be pointing out to talk about the list. American. I mean, American. What is this? America. It's America. Okay. <laughs> Bro. Let's use that to talk about my next point then. Okay. The okay. differences between 61 and 21 version. That okay. was. Look, that America song, man. Ah, man. We talked to stand up and joined them. It was so beautiful. You know, I really like movies where they're randomly dancing in the middle of the road. I love so... unlike, for example, In the Heights, the opening opening number. In this one, Everybody, everybody knows they're dancing. Everybody yeah. knew they were dancing. Like, people are we're stopping to... Because like, like, In the Heights, it's kind of like an imagination, probably, mm. right? Like, it's critics girlfriend. But this one is like, people are stopping to, to join in. So, like, yeah. it's not like a weird... This is what I was saying about Tick Tick Boom. Like, it's happening in the world. Yeah, I like yeah. that song. I absolutely saying. love that. That was, like, my best song. Mm-hmm. That's, in both of them, it's my best song. Mm-hmm. Um, And the way they brought it to life in this one, man, that's just... Just sealed the deal for me. If they have messed that song up... Oh, I mean, they had made, made that song. We talk about this. We talk about performances. We made that song up. Ariana Debole cannot be in that movie. True, that's a fair point. Because like, that's a fair point. She's stepping into Rita Moreno's shoes. <laughs> so, um, I think very very difficult shoes to fill, but she did so well. Amazing. She did I, so amazing. well, so well. Yeah, Honestly, I don't. I don't want to say anything that is like blasphemy. So I won't say anything. What, that she, she did it better? Not, not that she did better. I don't want to say that because that's blasphemy. But I would say that... I don't think she... I would say that she got to a point where we don't need to compare. Yeah. Right? That's we can, a good we, we can That's a good cop-out. Like, yeah, it cannot be our own <laughs> that's thing. That's a good cop-out. I prefer her performance. I don't. But I'll that's because, like, I, we've already established I'm a very... I'm very, very biased when it comes to this. So, I, I so, to me, Rita Moreno, yeah. like... She so, be, in comparing the two, the two I versions... I worship the ground. She walks, walks on. So. <laughs> I don't think there, there is go. a song, and I might be wrong. I, I'm probably wrong, actually. But there's definitely no big song that was done better in the 61 version of the 21 version. And obviously that comes with the fact that I like, disagree. It's I 60 think years later. them doing... Um, I prefer Tony and Maria doing somewhere to Mita um, Moreno doing it. Okay, no, 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 yeah. No, yes. I, yeah, that was, that was yeah. my next point. I meant in terms of like the songs that stayed with the same people. So, like, for example... Okay. Let's talk about let's talk about somewhere. Let's talk about somewhere. Because that's obviously been a big point of contention. People don't like that I went to Rita Moreno. I don't what's like your it. what's your reasoning? I, it's not even the I just feel like What point did they say it in the in the original version? In the original version, he when he goes back to her house, no, because it's there on the this thing when they sing it on the Well, after the after the rumble. I think so. I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I've only what the original am version wants. You might be right because obviously Rita Moreno sings it after she sings it after the rumble, so you might be right. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was after the rumble. Um, I just feel like that song Mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. So you wanted to stay with Tony Moreno? It's not even that. I just think like because Rita Moreno's voice is obviously not the same anymore. It's not as as um, emotive as it used to Mm. be. Obviously, she's getting older. No, Mm -hmm, no mm -hmm. harm, no foul. No shit. Yeah. But so I don't. I don't think. 
It's a very emotional. It's a very song, emotional and I think you song. Need, like that clear. Yeah, I just did. It didn't hit me the way it hits me mm-hmm. in the sixty-one version, and I and I was looking forward to that because, like mm-hmm. I said before, you know, balance. I'm the queen of balance. <laughs> I love, I love a good ballad, and and so I was. I didn't like that. Yeah. Well, okay. That's but fun. what I will say mm-hmm. is, I loved the replacement of Doc with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially with the scene, I mean that's the end we don't want to give spoilers right i think at this point if you listen to my side story just expect spoilers because like yeah yeah um the, the the when anita comes and the boys are obviously attacking her when it was dark it didn't feel yeah it didn't have that especially when like she calls her a traitor like it it, it takes the it that was, that, that was she calls her in spanish right yeah she calls yeah. her a traitor um basically because she's like protecting mm-hmm. these guys yeah. who are going against her people yeah. right because she's puerto rican and it ups the ante of that scene because that scene was always very like intense for me, even watching it before. But then that just made it even more intense because you're like, why? Is she, why are you? Why are you having these idiots in your store when people are attacking your own mm. people? I get you married. Um, and but she kind of, it's kind of like she married into the family, isn't she? Yeah, like she married I understand. Into, if you marry into the warring family, you have to protect those people. Yeah, no I understand, how, how but then you can't. No. No, not necessarily. Look at Harry and Meghan. What? Whoa. I was talking about ma- I'm talking about real I'm talking about mafia. I'm talking about mafia. I'm not talking about real life. I'm talking about like if like for example, I'm talking about like in crime. In yeah, mafia. I get this, what you these mean. are these are gang people now. So, I like, get what not... you mean. But... but again, like you said, they are teenagers, they are small they're children. They're small children. But they're not, no, they're somebody they're, they're, they're early twenties. They're still small children. They're still small compared so what, to her. Yeah, and it's a story. Well, get what them she out. Get them out. Yes, but they're also Take them to the streets. But this is the thing. She's so protecting, she was protecting protect, them protect by keeping yeah. them. No protect Wala. Tony, no mm-hmm. problem. But she was oh, protecting them by keeping them away from the police. At that point, yeah. the police were looking mm-hmm. for them. So she was actively... She so she should not have protected them. No, I mean, before, before the attempted rape, she should not have protected them. No, why should she? Because that, that's her... That's her neighbor. Like she said, she grew up... She's watched she, them grow You never call her, like, protecting the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, yeah but not the same neighborhood, though. She now lives in the white neighborhood because they think she's a gringa. Yeah. So these are the people that she's... That she's watched grow up. Yeah. So, like, she feels protective of them. She's probably watched all of them grow yeah. up. Probably not the Puerto Rican. Like, no, no, it's not. that far away. Yeah, they, they, should have been one of them, yeah, the exactly. Same, for the same, same block. Same mm. block. It's the so, same area. I, I, yeah, but she's not protected. She knows Anita. She knows the other kids. Yeah. It's like so, what's what your argument that she's not protected them or she's not protected all of them? I don't know. Her relationship with them was weird to it's me. It's a bit weird because they didn't yeah, that was weird I get the Tony aspect. Tony was, like, kind of, like, her... I understand Tony. I understand. Keep Tony in your house. But yeah. like this other Yamayama boy. Yeah, but she, send she, them to the street. If she feels that like she can save Tony, she can like she can save the rest. Fight. Go out and fight with your chest outside. But anyway, no, but even about that scene, because I remember writing it in my notes in the first, after I first watched it, I was like, you watch it and you're like, oh, this guy's just like, they're dancing and they're playing around and they're talking about, whoa, you little kids. Mm. And like, oh shit, this guy's a, this guy's a rapist. These guys are like bad people. Yeah. Like, it's not just like dancing and like, no. It, the dancing makes you feel like it's just ah play play gang like somebody just like ah whatever but you're like oh no these guys are these guys are rapists and I think I want to believe I have no reason but I want to believe that the way the sh- film plays is like this is not probably the gang or the group that like Riff and Tony want try to create no if that makes sense like these guys only really delve into their worst impulses when when, not when Riff and Tony are no longer there to lead them. I get what you're trying to I say. I see what you're trying to say, but, but I, I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't know why that's the first time in the movie that this comes out. Like, right? We, because before we then we're them, kind of like, oh, they're just poor and unfortunate. They, yeah, just punks. Of, they're just punks. Yeah. They're not like 
criminals mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's they are they're, they're charming. It was just interesting to me how the film plays them uses music and dance or whatever. And you're like, oh, these are just like random guys that nobody cares about. And you're like, oh no, shit, these guys are probably raping or Latina maybe, women like on the streets or normally, but we just don't see it. Maybe what they're trying to tell you is that bad boys be bad boys. Mm. You know? And I think yeah, past, yeah, I agree with you. No, but I think like with Tony, we know that we know that he changed when he went to prison. Mm-hmm. So So reform. No, I'm not saying reform. This is not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying so we know so we can't use current Tony as be like, oh, because Tony's not there. Maybe he was one of them before. But think, and also the way they, they took their own women out. Mm-hmm. So it's like they knew that what they were doing, it wasn't like, oh, we go around like raping all women. No, it was that we see this woman. Also, their women kind of, they are afraid. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, they know what They knew happen. that was why like, they I think she shouts like, don't, yeah, don't, don't hurt her yeah. and everything. Um, this is, there's no segue for this, but my original point was talking about like the, the songs that are different. Mm-hmm. And, Apart from yeah, you're right. That one is the song that lots of people have. Not me because I didn't. Know, <laughs> I, I didn't know better. Yeah. Lots of people have said that they preferred it with Tony and Maria. But like, I think what I was talking about was like the big songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a big so- like big songs in this case being, for example, um, America, which I think is Miles Better in Tony's yeah. version. Officer Kripke, which I I remember just watching. I was like, I think I I was smiling throughout. <laughs> I like it in the in the original version, but. Yeah. In 2020 version, it's just incredible. I just think the performances were good. I like the placement in a, in a police station. Again, rewatching it, when the woman goes to like lock herself in the cell, mm. it's like, oh, these guys are bad boys. But again, that's a situation where neither Riff nor Tony. So but you kind of feel like maybe they're the ones that were like keeping a handle on, on things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can basically parallel to Nigeria. <laughs> okay, please go ahead. <laughs> That's oh, the general population is running a helter skills. I agree, though. <laughs> so we need a riff. We need Mba. No, oh, we just Tony. need direction. Anything. Yeah, this cannot be like this. That's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, well, no, nah, but yeah, no. Nah, I think which which our song was was like done differently. I feel you? pretty. It's kind of different. I like. I also. I. I think also the placement is also different. It kind of is because I think in the original they were like in the house when they. Oh no no, no, no the location no, 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 was just, different. But I mean, as in no, the location is different. No, yeah, they, they, they were still like gimbals, but like, like at the back and they were yeah, sorry. Yeah, at the back. Now it's a bit more. Everything like, is more yeah, cinematic more in this cinematic. one. Everything yeah, is like sure, yeah. no, but I meant as like the placement in the movie. Oh yes, it comes, it comes later, later in twenty twenty. I think the first one comes before the yes, the rumble. Now it's a it's a, it's so much sadder because now you know. Bernardo is dead. You know, Tony's when yeah. I killed her. You know that she's like singing for the person that killed her, her uh, boy her brother. Boy. And it's just, it's just a, yeah, that, that little change just changes the way, the way the song feels. Um, I can't think of any other one that might be different. There's something I remember because in the original version, in the opening, I mean, they don't go anywhere and they, they like they don't take that trip to the church. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 but there's no, I don't think they, they sing. Yeah, they, they do. They, they, they sing it at the back. That 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 scene so weird. where they like the married. Bro, so but I think again it goes back to the whole thing of like the teenage love no, thing. I'm sorry, so I don't know. At eighteen, I wasn't gonna go marry, fake marry somebody so, somewhere. Church. I like what that scene. But I don't think they intended to do that though. I think he took her there for like. No, yes, mm-hmm. agree. And then they like saw the thing, and then they were discussing being together forever para siempre, and <laughs> and uh, and my Spanish skills were like 
popping. I was so proud of myself when I was watching that film. I can't even lie. This is my telenovela heritage. Um, so yeah, I I think it was. I, I, I like. My I think the, the one, the twenty twenty one one, is less weird than the original one. The original one where they're just like. She has a veil in the back of the store and they're just like kneeling down. Take the wrong version. I like what it tried to do. I think it gives more shade into the characters. It gives a lot more stuff. And yeah. it's beautifully shot. Our problem again was just the two characters, the two yeah. actors or whatever that were doing it, right? I, I understood from a screenplay point of view, I liked it. The final film version, which goes back, we'll talk about my problem between with, I guess, Ansel Elgott's Tony. Just really, just Tony and Maria, not even just the two, two of them. <laughs> um, even though, I, like I said, I, they really annoy I enjoyed the love story more in. The 61 version. Um, so that being said, let's talk about performances. Mm. Just off the bat, like Mike Feist's um, riff. I thought it was excellent. I was watching, I was like, who are you? Excellent. And you're incredible. What is From it? the start, he was, he was good. Like, when he I has was... the face of someone that was born in 1961. Yeah. Or rather, that was acting in 1961. His voice and the way he spoke was, to me, mm-hmm. the truest to that time mm-hmm. out of everybody mm-hmm. I mean Ansel's was horrible his accent kept slipping in and out throughout the film he was someone who you could have taken him out and put him in the 61 mm-hmm. and he would have yeah like yeah he just looked it and he's like I think he's like 30 and like he, he looked younger he looks like someone that 1961 yeah. it's just yeah I was just like this guy is a star where is he and just yeah and his riff is obviously which again let's actually talk about choreography quickly before I go back to performances mm-hmm. The fight choreography in 61, I do not like. Really? Yes. Because it's too, it's too balletic for me. It's too, oh, I love it. it's too flashy. When you're stabbing somebody, I want you to stab somebody. So I like the one version because it's a lot more visceral. It mm-hmm. feels like an actual fight. It doesn't feel like a mime. Like 61 feels like, and I, I that's what they're trying to do. So yeah, but like, it feels like, going for, it yeah. feels like you punch and the type of thing where you expect like someone to start pulling out red tape to I think it, it was true to the time because in that time they weren't really doing like violence. Yeah, they couldn't. They yeah, yeah, 100%. Now. That was violent. Violent for the time. Like I read some yeah. reviews of 61 version. They thought that was like a violent portrayal. So yeah. fair enough. I understand that. But in this one, like imagine if that choreography was in this one. Like what's going on? But I think this riff really works for this because he feels like he feels like a bad person. He feels like he's been through a lot and he's mm. like, yeah. Like we said, Ariana DeBoe is like, she was actually in Smigadoon. You guys watched Smigadoon. That, that was where I first saw her. I think for the first moment she's on screen. Again, maybe because she's a really black person. She was seen still, for like, sure. Who is this? Every scene she's in, I think she's like the best person in yeah. it. So, yeah. Um, I, I think obviously she's lucky that Anita is like... The character Anita already has yeah. so much life mm-hmm. that it was very easy for her to step into that and well, just make it yeah, but also yeah. because of who did it originally, it was also very difficult. Mm. So, yeah, I think um, Ariana Perez is good. I really like David Alvarez's Bernardo. And then, I, I like, I don't know, the Sharks, I'm not sure the Sharks, I don't think they get a song, do they? No, they don't. I mean, they're a lot more rounded than they were in the original version. Mm. Like, but they're even, still not the, yeah, they're even, not the, they're not the... At least Chino in this version, they don't want, Chino in our version was, was a nobody. At least Chino in this version... Got a bit of Yeah, at least he has, he has something. But like, they don't get a song like Officer Kripke. Like the, like the, the Jets, Jets have like, like three like or four. When you're a Jet. Like, yeah. Um, I love, I prefer this version of Cool to the one in the original. Yeah, thank you. I don't think, I don't think I do. I prefer this version. I don't think I do either. I don't think I do. They don't. By the way, they're, they're shaking their head. But, um, <laughs> you have to translate. But no, no, I, I prefer this one. And, I'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about 
Rachel Zegler. Mm-hmm. What do we think of Rachel Zegler as Maria? Okay, so what I've seen, because she won a Golden Globe for it, didn't she? Mm, yeah, but we don't respect the Golden Globes in this podcast. But that's, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't. I find her very meh. How about in comparison to the original? But the original was also kind of meh. Yeah, so which one is more meh or less meh? She's more meh. Rachel more meh. You think she's worse? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I th- th- to me, I know she's a bit more believable because of the whole like. I don't even I know. I think you see the youth I, in, in her. Yeah, you the, see youth the youth in youth her and, and, and like, whatever. But yeah. I just didn't. That is not a performance that I would talk about. Like after leaving the cinema. Maybe that's a Maria problem. That's it. It's possible. Like I think her singing was good. I think she performed the songs well. But I mean, okay. So I, <laughs> I don't know how many Marias I've watched in my lifetime. I've watched so many. So even we, they had like a showcase in my uni, and they did um very many songs from West Side Story. So I've seen so many people perform Maria well mm-hmm. because all you you just need a soprano voice and being able to emote, and that is theater kids' emo, yeah, right? So it's not. I'm not saying she didn't do a good job singing. I'm, I I think she did. But my point is, there is nothing about her performance or portrayal of Maria that made me go, wow. Like, I want to watch her in everything now. Mm. Where, which is not the case for Ariana. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think once you're... And I think it's something that Rachel also... Um, I think the original character's name is also Rachel. Rachel Wood, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something she also struggled with being a scene partner with Rita. Is that... When you are when I when I'm watching it, I can't really. I want to focus on yeah, on, like your or exactly. I think also Beyonce suffered from it in Dreamgirls playing um Jennifer Hudson. It's the same same kind. I think I didn't, I didn't expect Beyonce mentioned on this podcast. Yeah, I should Beyonce, have expected it, but, you should um, have. You should have. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about Ansel The elephants in the room. <laughs> you know how that I was saying that you must be sore to death. I did not believe you. At all. I was punching him. <laughs> so why did like, you believe no it? Chance. <laughs> no chance. No chance. You don't believe that you can fight someone to death. But he almost beat Bernardo to death. No, I was beating him. I was not believing it. Okay, so I think I'm going to two days after I watched it again last night. I think I've gone through the entire range of emotions and my thoughts on performance. I think when I came out the first time, I was like, oh, okay, then I can perform months. Thought about it, I was like, that was terrible. Terrible. Then I watched the original, I was like, that was terrible. Like, as in, not, not the original, as in, like, Ansel's performance was terrible. Yep. Then I went back to rewatch it yesterday, and I think I've realized my problem. What's your problem? The problem is that I do not believe Ansel Lockhart as a romantic lead. But he's so good in Thoughts in Our Stars. I've never, I don't know what Thoughts in Our Stars. So I, I thought he, I loved Maybe Shailene Woodley was carrying, I don't know. <laughs> I've never, I've never. I, I loved him in Thoughts in Our Stars. Have you a Baby Driver? Yeah. I love Baby Driver. But the, the in that, in that, even again, that's his, everything around the, around around the, the movie, movie was but better than the, yeah. The I like him when he's being baby, like when he's driving. Yeah. So that's cool. But once he's doing anything romantic, I, I check out. And I just realized, I was watching yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, I don't, and I only realized that because I like all his scenes with Riff. And I think he has good chemistry with Mike Fires. Unless that's just Mike Fires carrying it. Yeah, he has which very... Is, that scene where they're fighting over the gun Which is, is why incredible. I said I think I like Cole. Which incredible. is why I, which I think I prefer this version of Cole. Because I, I didn't like that scene. I, I didn't like the singing, but I liked the choreography. Yeah, yeah. But like, so that... 
Even the first, the their first, their first scene together when, like, obviously he's in the shop. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like him with Riff. I even liked him a bit with, like, um, Doc Swift, Valentina. Mm, I was yeah. like, oh, it's just when you have to be Romeo that I don't like mm. you. Maria, like when he started. When he Maria to me was very good. That if you take it out of the film, Mm -hmm. just that performance of Maria. Yeah. Even his singing was incredible in that song. He sounded. I hated it first time I watched it, but but no 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 no. no, But I liked it. I like I liked it more when I watched it second time. Oh, I'm upset. I loved everything about it, and 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 even like the way he was singing. I mean, the song itself is just gorgeous to me. And so, like, I, I was really excited to see mm-hmm. what they would do with it. Mm-hmm. And the entire, the whole... Like, right from the start. When right from the start, in, when like he comes every... in, when no, they're no, walking. Tony and Maria have great songs. I agree. That's already... And Antelope God, I think, is a good singer. I think his voice is... Bro, it's not as good as the original, but... I think I don't... I'm not someone that can... All I know is good and bad. Yeah. I don't know the variations. I think he's a good singer, mm. right? So, I think he performed the songs well. And even at times, even somebody, I think they do it, what they do on the fire escape or whatever. I was like, okay. I was like, this is, this is yeah, nice. Tonight. I was like, this is nice to the ear. I like mm-hmm. it. But I just didn't fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. If that, I don't know how to explain. Like, I, I liked his, no, I didn't like his, I, didn't, I can't say I liked his performance. Um, I thought he competently sang the songs. Yes. But I liked seeing him when he wasn't, when he was talking to Riff. I never really liked him. I mean, but I think that's because did I didn't... He speak to Maria? How much... Yeah, I think that's also because I didn't believe in the love of the relationship. <laughs> My point, exactly. But I also dead. think if that was Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, I would have believed in the love. Exactly. <sighs> she's a hater, so yeah, let's, ignore, let's ignore that. But you like Crazy Stupid Love. So forget about La La Land. Let's just Crazy Stupid Love. They were good in Crazy Stupid Love. Uh, she likes it. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to, I know. I know my audience. Anyway, because just asked me before. <laughs> that's, that's called that's called market research. <laughs> no, but I, um, um, there's this guy who he was also in the list. His name is Aaron. I can't say his surname. It's Vate. It's like T V E I T. He's in Spreggedon. Is he? He does this performance on um with a band. He does some Tony songs. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever go to YouTube and watch the, you would get what I mean by. And he was he didn't even have anyone to play off, mm-hmm. right? But he was emoting in a way. That that's why I say like with West Side Story, there's just so many different, like inf- like so many different performances I've seen of Tony and Maria over the years that there's just so much to compare it to, mm-hmm. right? So when I when I, when you watch um Ansel's version of it, because there's so it's not just the original, mm-hmm. like even the Glee performance of like this thing was better. To me, do you get what I mean? Like you've seen so many different Tonys over the mm-hmm. years, so many people performing those um characters, yeah. and so you have too much to compare it to, and it just doesn't compare. And I think he was always going to. I think also Rachel Strug to me had the same problem mm-hmm. for me because I've seen so many people do those songs, act those scenes, and so you just have a certain expectation. And so when someone doesn't have, isn't as good as one you've heard before. It will always be a problem. Mm. Yeah, I, I think yeah, like yeah. for Ansel, he just did not hit the mark for me. Not romantically. He's like we've already discussed. He was good in Maria. I think whether rightly or wrongly, he's taking a lot of like people have been like a lot of headlines are like, Western story is great, but, but he's terrible. Like that's like he's taking a lot of flag. So I don't know. Also, there's a lot of personal stuff yeah, in his life that I don't want to well. touch on. Yeah, I think I, I think him and Maria are the worst two performers in the film. I agree. I think Ariana DeBose and. Mike Feist are obviously top two, I think. 
the person that does um, Bernardo is very good as well. Like, I, I believe in every second. I just, yeah. Um, does anyone have any final? Okay, actually, before we wrap up, I have to just talk about Oscars. Um, obviously, famously, this movie got one nine out of ten. You got ten nominations, the original. Yeah. One nine plus an honorary award for Jerome Robbins, who co created the musical mm-hmm. and direct, co directed the film and then choreographed the film as well. This movie's not like it's not nobody's winning nine Oscars again. No. But I mean, I think there's a good chance for best. He's gonna get a best picture nomination. He's mm-hmm. not gonna win. He's gonna get a best picture nomination. I think Ariana is gonna get nominated. Yeah, yeah. Which Segler is a very far outside chance. I'm surprised if that happens. Um, maybe, maybe like maybe Spielberg will get nomination for best director. But anyway, just had to do that because that's this podcast. Do you have any final thoughts on West Side Story? We love West Side Story. I, it's so this funny because we, we, we've spent so much time like um, picking everything apart, but like I love all three. Yeah, no, no, I don't think like I love them. I don't, I don't think we like them so much, and I'll probably watch it many, many times as the years go by because that's what I do. But um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed yeah. the movie. And we should have done this. Well. It was not my favorite movie. My favorite movie was Encanto. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what I'm gonna I end to... with. Yes, no. But... Um. I don't know what was my favorite movie last year. Oh no way home. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Um, if you care about musicals, go watch Megadoon. It's on Apple TV Plus. Go watch Crazy Girlfriend. It's on Netflix. Watch yes. Encanto. It's yeah. on Disney. Watch Encanto. <laughs> I love how we've like plugged Lin- Encanto so much people be like, oh yeah. It's Lin Manuel's latest Disney, Disney installment. Installment. I'm very Yeah. Okay, let me quickly end this before we do another two hours. Yeah, thank you. Wait, now, can you? Ah, love finish. I need to end it now. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez, is, is, is this is why you stop when you listen to my podcast. <laughs> you never listen to the end. Just, just stop at this point. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, thank you to my guests, Kilechi and Surprise Kesatana. Thank you for coming on. Um, obviously, as always, shout out to my co host. Hope you enjoyed the future. Shout out to my producer, Zebukanamani, social producer, Chinedu Eheji. Um, yeah, thank you guys. If you're listening, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. And yeah, come back next week when we'll be talking about more movies. And we'll be joined by, of course, Dano Kaluya. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs>